LDS Popcorn Talk is not owned or operated by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or any other organization. All opinions and statements made by the host or any other guests are of their own and not of any organization or church affiliation unless otherwise previously stated. Welcome back to Popcorn Talk with Brother Samson. I am your host, Brother Samson. So I know it's been a little bit since I did a recording for an episode. I apologize with the new year and I had just gotten surgery the day after we recorded the last Kilted at Church episode. Um, it's just been a little bit of a hassle. So, and also I want to ask for your forgiveness if my voice seems bouncy or if there's background noise from the wind or anything like that. I am legitimately recording this episode while I'm driving. So, here we go. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about the word of wisdom. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we always get these questions as members of the church. Oh, you can't drink coffee or drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes, right? Right, that's definitely a part of it. And if anybody has been following my Facebook page, Popcorn Talk with Brother Samson, um, you would have probably already heard some of my points that I'm going to make here now. Um, The only difference is I don't have the scriptures in front of me to do direct quotes or anything like that at this point, because as we know now that I am driving and that would be pretty dangerous to pull those up, right? But this has been weighing on me a lot recently. So when we look at the word of wisdom, we think of it as the health code. And throughout time, um, God has given out these health codes. So we know that um, in the Old Testament, there was a health code. And then we know, of course, the word of wisdom. But why is it necessary to have this health code? What is the real reason behind it? Now, I don't know everything, and a lot of this is going to be my personal experiences and my personal opinions. Just like the introduction to the podcast, this is not the exactness from the church or anything like that. This is personal, okay? A lot of this is personal. So, um, personally, I, I, I like to look at, yes, we know the don'ts don't drink alcohol, don't drink coffee or tea, don't smoke or use tobacco. The real use for for tobacco um, is outlined in the word of wisdom itself um, for cattle and for bruises and and stuff like that, right? So we know that. We avoid it at all costs if we can. And then there's those of us who fell into the trap because we fell away from the church got addicted and we're working on it, right? As we come back to the church. So then there's the do's. Okay. So eat grains. Awesome. Okay. We all love our grains, right? We eat everything, all that's in it. All that's in pretty much everything that we eat. Um, then, you know, eat meat sparingly. Well, my wife and I literally were just having an argument over this, to be honest. I love meat. I love eating meat and I know that I should be eating less. 
So we've started doing a meatless Monday thing. So today for dinner is going to be a meatless Monday. We're not going to have any meat for dinner. Um, lunch for the kids and my wife, they have these like veggie bites things that they're going to do that we picked up at Costco. Um, it, hey, they look really good. I'm hoping to make it home for lunch myself. But anyways, so, you know, meat, uh, not meatless Mondays, but eat, eat meat sparingly. And then fruits are for the body, herbs are for the body, stuff like that, right? So we know all this stuff because we can look it up directly. But what about, what if Joseph Smith lived at this time and he inquired of the Lord? Now, I'm going to... I'm going to premise this again. This is personal opinion. Per, this is me personally here. Yes, I've prayed about these things. And yes, for me, I have received personal revelation and confirmation of certain things, right? But if he lived in this day, uh, let's backtrack. Let's go back to the original word of wisdom, okay? So they talk about tobacco. They talk about strong drinks and hot drinks, right? Well, those were normal things. They were normal things for them. Their medicine had alcohol and what we would consider drugs now. The, it was normal for men to chew tobacco or smoke cigars. There was some form of either... Uh, of, there was some form of consumption that pretty much every man would use on a regular basis for tobacco. Um, and they would grow their own grains and their own fruits and stuff like that, right? So they had all that stuff that they were supposed to have, but then they were doing stuff that they... Now, it, at this point, when the Word of Wisdom was released to the brethren of the church and the members of the church, I gotta say, it was probably... They were probably all flabbergasted. Wait... You mean I can't chew my tobacco? What's up with that? You know, or some of them were like, you know what? It's a commandment from God. Cool. I'm done. That's easy. Okay. Well, let's look at today. And let's put this in the perspective of if Joseph Smith was here today and it was the problem of today and he received the revelation for today, which we know the church has received revelation for these things recently not you know it was only not too long ago that they came up with what was hot drinks coffee and tea now certain studies are coming out as to reasons why but I'm not going to speculate into that I'm, I'm just not going to touch any of those speculations but today what's the normal so I live in Colorado right and we were the pioneer state to legalize uh, recreational marijuana okay so now it's normal for people to smoke marijuana or um, eat edibles as they're called you know the, where the marijuana is put into something you can eat okay now recreationally so they're recreationally doing this alcohol is still something that is recreational and normal um, but there's other things that are normal for us like GMOs so genetically modified foods, right? Um, and there's all this other stuff that's just normal for us. 
so processed foods, stuff like that, right? So if he were here today and he would and he were to go through the same exact way that he did, the the exact same way, would our word of wisdom come out differently? I think it would. I think it would be a little bit more specific on certain things. Um, and, and this is for me again, again, everybody, this is my personal opinion. Don't try, please don't try to bash me for saying something that's the brethren didn't say it or the church hasn't said it or anything like that. This is me personally. So I'm going to stress that a lot during this episode, but we now have all these extra things that are normal. So I would think that, and this is stuff that I've received personal revelation on is wipe out genetically modified and processed foods. So I'm slowly starting to do that because trying to just shut down everything is really hard. You know, our bodies are so used to it that it it shuts down pretty hard when we take away all this stuff. And yes, I'm going to use a mission example. I apologize, but this is actually a really good food example. So in Guatemala, they don't have processed foods as much or as readily available as we do here in the States. So they, you know, have their own chickens that they get their eggs from, or the eggs are so fresh when they get to the stores in the morning that it's still fresh eggs from someone's house, basically. So you've got fresh eggs that are, you know, no hormones, nothing, right? And then the chickens themselves, they raise the chickens and then they butcher the chicken and cook it that same exact day for dinner or whatever. I've seen it happen. It's actually pretty cool um, that they they have such a respect for their food, right? And their bodies. So then, of course, they have rice, um, more than likely some fruit, you know, non-processed uh, crema, which is basically a sour cream type thing that they put on stuff. Uh, the cheese is not processed. It's fresh made. So it's that crumbly kind of, some of it's kind of stinky or it just doesn't have a smell at all, right? So um, let's, I'm gonna put this into perspective. So I spent, you know, my time on my mission eating that food. Well, when I was coming back to the States, we stopped, of course, I had a layover in Dallas-Fort Worth airport and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. It's lunchtime, you know, I've been up since the crack of dawn, whatever. But I went over and I found, okay, I only have, you know, five, six bucks to my name right now. So I got to go cheap. So I go over to Taco Bell and I eat some Taco Bell. And I'm telling you, it was like the cheapest thing. It was a couple tacos and a little bean and cheese burrito. My body hated me after that. I will be honest. I was sick the rest of the flight. I was absolutely sick. Green face, the works, like people were asking me, are you okay, Elder, are you okay? I'm like, I'll be fine. You know, I I just shouldn't have eaten that Taco Bell. Well, over time, um, I'm eating this stuff again and it's slowly working its way back into my system so it doesn't make me sick anymore, right? But I was thinking about that the other day and I'm going, well, shoot, I'm I'm well overweight again. I'm not at a healthy weight anymore. I'm actually morbidly obese, to be honest. 
why is that? So I pretty much took it to the Lord, like, what do I need to do? Because I know that in order to live long, to be with my kids for longer and see my grandkids and maybe even some great grandkids come out of this, I need to be able to live long. So what do I need to do? Well, one of those things was, you know, one of the revelations that I personally had for myself was cut out genetically modified food and cut out your soda, um, stuff like that. So I'm, I'm slowly cutting back on all this stuff, right? Well, to be honest, okay, I still have trouble with, I love my energy drinks. I mean, I, my hours are sporadic at work and everything else. So I love my energy drinks, but I decided, okay, well, I'm going to do the absolute zero energy drinks. So zero carbs, zero sugar. And I still get my caffeine and I'm still kind of, you know, working on that too, like trying to cut that out. So I've gone to that. I've actually had very little soda recently. I'm actually pretty shocked. I mean, I had quite a bit right after surgery because Sprite was the only thing that I could drink that besides water that I didn't feel so, uh, even water kind of made me feel a little pukey. Um, so I was drinking these Sprites and everything, but then now we're out of them, but it was no caffeine. I didn't have, you know, Cokes or anything like that. It was just a clear liquid that was carbonated and yes, it had all the sugar. So I, I, I took a step back on that, right? So here I am now. Let, let's take today into account. I just barely got away from the gas station with a couple of energy drinks. I'm only going to drink one. Cross my fingers on that. Um, I'm only going to drink one. And it's the absolute zero. So no carbs, no sugar. Okay. Um, and that's just because I didn't sleep well. I've got a headache. I'm trying to uh, slowly wean myself off of the caffeine and everything. So I have found little things that I'm kind of substituting, right? And I'm, I'm honestly, my body feels better. I feel like I'm actually healing a little better right now from my surgery, even though it still hurts and it's really itchy because I'm a hairy person and they sh the area for the surgery and I'm getting really itchy because it's growing back, right? So, but I digress and probably a little bit too much information there. Um, it was an upper abdominal hernia surgery, so nothing weird, but my belly itches really bad. Um, but I still feel like I'm healing better and that I'm, I'm not going to be down and out for so long. And I feel like I'm going to be able to come out stronger than if I were still eating or yeah, still eating all this processed food or drinking all those sodas or whatever. So I'm slowly working my way down on this stuff. Right. But then I'm like, okay, well, this isn't going to be enough. I know it's not going to be enough. I need to exercise. And then it, it wasn't like a full quote. But it was just a remembrance of what President Nelson said. We have to be healthy to also follow the commandments. Being healthy is part of following the commandments. That's why the Lord revealed these health codes throughout time. First with the Jews, and then in the latter days. You know, it, we're supposed to be healthy people. 
So I was listening to this podcast, and you guys have heard me quote, uh, talk about it before, and it's the Next Step podcast. I really love these guys, and I love Jay specifically. Um, I do love Brad too, so Brad, if you're listening, I apologize. I do love you, man, but this specifically came from Jay. Um, and you, actually, you both talked about this pretty extensively. But anyways, uh, they were talking about how, you know, they talk about the addiction recovery program. But then we're thinking, they're thinking about it, and what do we do at Mutual or um, at any event that's after church? Like uh, Singles Award Linger Longers or any holiday event that we do that's, you know, there's always food, right? But the biggest thing is always the dessert table. And, you know, my I will be the first one to admit for myself and my wife, we go nuts over chocolate and chips. Chocolate and potato chips, right? So, that's something that we do a lot in, in the churches. You know, chocolate or cake or something like that. There's always some sort of bake offer. And I, I won't say chili cook-off because, hey, that's something uh, that I'm not willing or ready to fully give up is my chili. I love chili, especially some of the stuff from Southern Colorado and New Mexico. Mmm, delicious. But regardless, you know, we, we are a, we have substituted something really bad for something still bad, but we look at it in our eyes like, oh, it's not that bad. We're just getting together and we're having some goodies and fellowshipping, right? So we do this fellowshipping and we eat all these things, but really, if we look at those tables, how often do you see someone bring a salad? How often do we see um, the dessert table being the smaller table versus the main dishes and the side dishes? The dessert table is always the biggest table, right? Um, everybody loves to bake. Everybody loves the taste of sugary awesomeness, right? But what if we were to take a step back and say, okay, we need to say no more on the unhealthy snacks at Mutual or Linger Longers or whatever, right? How many people, if the brethren came out and said that, would freak out? I'm sure there's quite a few, right? Um, for me, like I said, I mean, I try to keep it to a bare minimum. Um, I'm trying, I'm, I'm working at it and it's a slow progression, right? We need to make progress as we go throughout our life to be a better person. And one of those progressions that we have to have is our better health. Um, really, I, I feel so strongly about this and it's driving me nuts because I had this workout program going on before my surgery and now I can't do it. Uh, many of you know that if you've been listening, I do Scottish athletics. Uh, so throwing heavy objects for fun. Um, and, and I can't do that right now because I can't lift more than 20 pounds at all. That's a big no-no right now for my post-op procedures and everything. The, these are my post-op orders. So it's driving me kind of bonkers that I'm not able to get into the gym and really work out. So here I am know going nuts over this and it dawned on me like there's a reason why I'm going nuts it's not because I, I became addicted to the gym or anything like that it's because I know 
that I'm not where I'm supposed to be and I need to get to that point of where I'm supposed to be. So I just have to keep reminding myself that there's little things that I can do. I can go for a walk. I can jump on a bike, uh, you know, a stationary bike while my son's doing his jujitsu practices. And I can just run up, uh, ride their stationary bikes for a little bit. I can grab, you know, a 10 or 15 pound dumbbell and lift that. Um, one thing that I'm looking to get right now is a, is a 10 pound mace to do mace workouts. Uh, if you haven't seen that new fad for working out, it's actually kind of cool. It works out a lot of mobility and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm not trying to sell a workout program here because I think everybody's body is different and everybody needs to do what they are comfortable with and everything else, right? So, but I'm looking at this in a way, right now, let's go back to the word of wisdom. Don't disregard everything that I've said, but let's go back to the word of wisdom. So, the word of wisdom, we have this health code intact, but then we look at, we look around our ward. And I look at myself a lot, too, when I look around my ward and go, man, us men, we're supposed to preside, provide, and protect, right? Do I really feel like I can protect my family in a, in a, in a situation or my, or my community in a situation that would require, require physical exertion right now? Would I be able to do that? Would I be able to, as the hand car company, the, uh, I can't remember it, but the folks that came from the Salt Lake Valley back out to find the, I think it was the Willie hand car company and literally carry people across a frozen river. Would I, in my current state of physicality, be able to do that? I will be the first person to tell you I would try, but physically, right now, I would not be able to carry that many people on my shoulders across a frozen river and survive. I might be able to do a one one hundredth of the amount of force that they were able to use to get those people across. And that's what I'm looking at as a standard. These men and women were physically strong, physically and mentally strong. They were upheld by the spirit and I'm sure angels surrounded them as my former episode, a previous episode before this, we talked about angels and I'm sure that they strengthened them, but they were strong before they did all they could and then God ended up giving them the rest. So I'd like to challenge everybody. If you look at yourself in the mirror or if you go to the doctor's office and they say, hey, you could use to lose a few pounds or whatever the case is, really internalize it and ask yourself, if everything were to go awry and I needed to physically be able to do the things that were required of the hand cart companies and the pioneers, would I be able to do it? Now, I'm not saying that we're one day we're going to have to do all of that stuff and do hand carts again. No, I'm not saying that. 
but are we able to physically keep up and physically protect our families and our communities? Think about it. Pray about it. If you get a completely different answer than I did, great. That's for yourself. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is when I'm looking at all this stuff, I want you to pray about it. I want you to receive revelation from your heavenly father for you. We know through the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ that personal revelation is still around. And we are still able to tap into it. We can still receive as long as we are worthy to receive that personal revelation. I've received personal revelation for myself to fix my health. I know that because of how long I have been morbidly obese, I will not look all that great because my skin is probably super loose and it'll dangle and I might have to tuck it into my pants or if I feel so inclined I might you know try to go do something about it Um, but I know that if I look at myself in the mirror no matter how flabby that skin may be when I realize that I am strong enough to take care of my family and protect them and carry them through anything I know that I will have the physical health that God needs me to have to do the things on this earth that I am called here to do and to do it for the time, for the time that he needs me here on this earth. Then and only then will I know that when I am on my deathbed that it's time for me to go home to him. That my time and my callings on this earth are done And it's not because of my choices. It's because he's calling me. So I'm making this my choice and my dedication right here, right now to the world. Because whether or not this actually, this episode reaches the world, it may eventually reach all across the world. I make this dedication right here and now that I am going to get physically and physically fit and healthy and with the physical health will also come mental health as we get physically healthier our mental stability will grow and it will become stronger as well because then we'll look at ourselves as not oh I'm just fat or whatever and we will no longer it's proven when you are physically fit There are more endorphins that are being released and you feel better about yourself. Therefore, you will look out at the world in a better view. I've seen it in myself and honestly, that was 10 years ago that I saw it. Well, okay, sorry. That would be eight years ago that I saw that, 2011. Just a little under eight years because it was towards the end of 2011 that I was in the best shape of my life and I regret, but... Jesus Christ through his atonement has helped me through that regret that I let myself go and now because of this personal revelation that I have received I am taking a stand right here and now to not just follow the word of wisdom but take it that step further 
and really focus on honing in my physical and mental health so that I can serve those around me in a better capacity. Now, with that aside, let's go back to the stuff that we know. Why do you think that the Heavenly Father revealed no tobacco? Well, back in those days, they didn't have all the chemicals and stuff like that that we have now. So that, in my mind, and in my heart, I feel he knew what was coming and just wanted it established right away with the, with the members of the church that tobacco is bad. And he knew that there was going to be more chemicals added in to addict and destroy your body. Same with alcohol. You know, back then it was a little bit more pure, a little bit uh, not as crazy, right? But it still messed with you. Now it messes with you even more. There's always someone out there that's trying to strengthen a certain type of alcohol. Uh, again, I'm going to go back to Colorado now. So before, in grocery stores and at gas stations, they could not sell quote-unquote full-strength alcohol. As of January 1st, they were able to sell full-strength alcohol. So, Costco again. We go into Costco for the first time in a while, and boom, there's this huge aisle just full of beer. Right? And it's all full-strength beer now. And I'm going, well, this is weird. You know, when did this happen? And I had totally forgotten that that law had passed. So here we are now with full-strength alcohol being sold everywhere in the state of Colorado. It's another way that, I, and I'm sorry to say, I want to leave, I personally, I love the beauty of Colorado, but I don't like the policies that are being enacted, and I don't like that I have to spend an arm and a leg just to live here. So, personally, I'm probably going to be moving here soon and taking my family out of the state. I'm still trying to figure out exactly where we're supposed to go, but I know and I felt it in my heart that we need to leave. So, here I am again. Personal revelation. I know that I personally need to leave with my family in order for them to grow up in a way that is going to be better for them, my children, and that my wife and I can have a better life. But alcohol has increased and changed over time, just like tobacco. Coffee and tea, we talked about that already a little bit. Um, there are certain studies that say certain things, and I just don't want to touch in on that. Because I don't know. All I know is that I need to avoid it, and that's what I'm going to do. So, again, everybody who's listening in on this, I appreciate you listening in. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my rant about the word of wisdom and in a non-conventional sense. Rather than a Sunday school lesson about the word of wisdom, I decided to go into my own personal situation and my own personal beliefs on the matter and what I need to do. And again, I'm going to challenge you and I urge you to really take the time this week to pray and to listen to the Spirit about the word of wisdom and what you want to do, what you need to do, um, per God, if you don't need to change anything, great, don't change anything. If you do need to change something, then start now. Start immediately. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate on a prompting. And then, I'm going to reach out to everybody here. If you know for a fact that you have a problem with the word of wisdom as far as drugs, 
alcohol, tobacco, or anything like that, go on to arp.lds.org, and it will. There's a little link at the bottom that says "Find a meeting." Find a meeting and go. It has saved my life. And I really urge you just to go. Because it can save yours through the atonement. Because that is the focus of the church's ARP, Addiction Recovery Program, is to utilize the atonement to save lives and families. So find a meeting and go. Whether, like I said, whether it's drugs, alcohol, tobacco, sexual sins, so pornography, or overeating. Overeating is another thing that can be an, an addiction. So I urge you just really take inventory on yourself and take it to the Lord and see what he wants you to do. Because uh, like I said before, he is ready and waiting to give you that knowledge and give you that direction. All he needs you to do is ask for it. And I leave these things and all of this with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of LDS Popcorn Talk. I am Brother Sampson. And just a few things now. We are now available on Apple Podcasts, so if you've been listening on Spotify or Stitcher or anything like that, let your friends know that we are now available on Apple Podcasts. If they use Apple products, they can now access us. So just have them search for LDS Popcorn Talk. I'm really excited about that because it reaches a wider variety. Also, you can go over to iTunes.com and put in a rating. That would be very, very helpful for us. So seriously, even if you're not using iTunes, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating. That'll really help us move up in the charts and get more people to find us and see us um, and get to listening to the podcast. I appreciate everything all of you listeners do for us here. Um, Right now, not taking any donations or anything like that, but if you do want to donate so that we can keep this podcast running, Please jump on over to Facebook or Instagram. Search for uh, at fa- on Facebook. Search for Popcorn Talk with Brother Sampson on Instagram. LDS Popcorn Talk, and let me know, and we can figure out a way to get a donation or whatever going. Um, but as of right now, it's not a necessary thing. So the biggest thing is go to whatever area you are listening to us and leave us a rating. If it's got a rating option, please, five-star review. That would be awesome. I really appreciate you guys listening in, and I hope you have a wonderful and a blessed day.